720 WGN. Thanks for joining us for the Lisa Dent Show. Welcome back to the show. Jamal Green is running for mayor of Chicago, the youngest candidate. Jamal, are you 27 or 28? 27. And uh, you've got a lot of energy. And the plan is big. <laughs> the epic plan. Let's cover a few of the first it's points. Epic. And and then, okay. you know, we'll, we'll get to the police reform because a lot of text messages are coming in about that. They have questions about that. So um, how long <laughs> sure. did it take you to put this together? Whew. We, you know, we've been working on this for many months. Um, you know, I have an amazing policy team of folks who, um, you know, we really took a lot of what the community has been giving us. Um, a lot of the great ideas that, you know, I brought forth from last time I ran looking at other countries we've connected with folks in other countries as well and how they did things in education and business and technology uh and so you know it's it, it took us a lot of work to put together a plan that made sense um there are still some other things that um weren't included in the plan that we that they'll add, we'd be adding in the next month um but that's number one public safety is number one and people want a safer city and it's time for mayor uh, candidate to give a plan and we did and we're the only ones who have given such a very comprehensive plan thus far and i don't think anybody else uh will do so in the beginning of the plan in your letter dear chicagoans you said you grew up on the south and west sides of chicago you personally witnessed gun violence and you were just hoping to live to the age of 21 yeah yeah, I mean that's the reality that that young people are facing each and every day. I was going from uh, you know Inglewood and Gresham, where my where my mom uh, raised me, uh, to K Town on the West Side. You know, two of the most violent communities in the city of Chicago. And so, you know, I, I, I'm I'm putting out a series about my life I'm starting today. Episodes can be releasing three times a week, and one of the episodes today is about um, the first time that I almost lost my life and watch four people be shot right in front of me, not even a couple feet away from me. And so these are the experiences that I had, and many young people ex- share those experiences today. And we must um, move forward a plan to um, provide a safer future for our kids. I'm a father of three boys, um, and, you know, I can't imagine uh, my, uh, you know, being scared uh, uh, all of the young life of my kids, hoping that, you know, they can make it like I was hoping. Jamal, uh, Paul Vallis is out with his plan as well today, and it seems to be focused uh, not exclusively, but a little more on law and order than is yours. You're looking at the uh, root causes, the uh, economic situation. Um, Tell me about the differences there, and then I want you to talk a little bit about what this uh, bank would be, this Chicago bank. Yeah. So the difference is, you know, and I made it clear today in, in the, the Sun-Times, um, uh, put out a spread about it today, too, is that tough on crime rhetoric can never solve the ills of Chicago. And if we continue to elect candidates who say, oh, we're going to be law and order and tough on crime, you're going to have this problem for another de- uh, uh, many decades or however long that person um, is in. And, and you run the risk 
of um, having someone who doesn't attack the problem where it should be, and the problems continue to exacerbate. People look at the problems today and like, wow, look at the we, – we, we got 700-plus homicides for three years straight, and the carjacking is that number is never seen. Why isn't, how, how has it gotten this bad? I'll tell you how. It's because you keep electing candidates who are not investing in the real root causes of why this is the case. Instead, they'll say, oh, we'll just throw more police at it to respond to it. And people look at police as a way to protect them, and it's not true. This, they're a response system. They do not prevent or uh, solve the community ills of today, uh, and that is the main problem. So our plan is about solving the crises of these communities and the design of the communities, from disinvestment to investing in young people to you know making sure we have an economic engine like you just talked about with the public bank. I'm going Having to do- a public bank where... I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you I asked, about I it. I was going to go pub- into it. You go on to it. Go ahead, please. <laughs> All right. The public bank is, you know, we we have we we leverage over twenty eight billion dollars in in bank institutions who are not partners when it comes to investment. Who you know do what they want to do with their money and 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 they don't help the city of Chicago. So my idea is that we create a bank charter um, for taxpayers, where the taxpayers will invest in this bank charter, and we will um, levy loans for uh, uh, mortgages. Um, for small business owners um, and and, and also build income-based housing to increase our affordable housing supply. And what happens is is the money that comes back to the bank, we're not investing in private prisons like the other banks. We're not investing in immigration detention centers and fossil fuel industries. We're investing back in the city of Chicago. So that money can be another funding stream for underfunded schools. That money could be another funding stream to pay down our pension crisis. It makes the most sense. It's very transparent because the nine-member board, three elected, three appointed by the mayor, three appointed by city council, will be transparent in every dollar that's put out and all the money that's coming back in and where that money is going. All right, now here's the thing. I understand that those are long-term solutions. The problem is people are afraid to go outside today. So you, as mayor, would have to address the long-term causes to this, but you've also got to fix it today. How do you do that? Yeah. Well, we talked a lot about it in our plan. We talked about uh, intervention, right? And that's 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 the start um, um, to talking about it. And when we talk about intervention, you know, you talk about um, um, uh, um, making sure that there is intervene uh, that we're intervening while people are on the wrong path at every stage. So. For example, if there's young people who are arrested for um, or arrested or dropped out of school, we're creating a youth intervention department where we're able to have youth interventionists that will um, put have these young people on their caseloads, and their responsibility is to see where their housing is, to see where um, you know the, the what school they're going to, if they're going to school, to provide them with a job opportunity, to provide them with free mental health services, to get that young person on the right path, and they can mandate them to a mentoring organization for. 12 months instead of constantly going back to juvie, right? And then you talk about those who end up going to jail. And then when they come out, you know, we're going to have a reentry program inside the jail to make sure that as they're transitioning back home that, uh, um, that you have uh, the resources needed, whether it's housing, job opportunities, et cetera, so we can reduce the recidivism rate. Um, so we must intervene, uh, and then we must also invest in new technology. So I talked about how we're going to invest in these new light poles that has um, uh, uh, cameras in them, speakers that also have these uh, lock, uh, um, these. Uh, but Jamal, you know those those light poles have been corner. used. Uh, those light poles have been used in parts of the city forever. Nobody even looks at that video. 
And no, yeah, and the cameras don't work, and that's how right. going to change that. We got, um, you know, new new t- folks who build uh, um, new modern ones that we talked to, and and and, um, and, and, and we got these call stations as let well me just that will be implemented on, too, on every corner. You know, first of all, everyone, this is Jay Mall Green. He's running for mayor of Chicago. You know that everybody wants crime in the city to be reduced, but you know people don't want to pay for it. They don't want their taxes to go up. They're not willing to give. Poor folks, $1,000 a month for a year. Uh, that's part of your plan. One of the big parts that I wanted to get to that we talked about earlier was when it comes and, to... And, CP- I'm not, and, and I'm not saying that we have to levy uh, to increase taxes at all, so I want to make that clear. Go ahead. Okay. Um, about the CPD reform, the four-day work week, I think that that's brilliant. I think that that would probably be welcomed by most police officers. I can't yes. speak on their behalf, but yes. about the offers, well, officers carrying of their many own CPD officers. So yeah. And they're, and they're, they're on, they're on board for that. They're, they're on board. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because let's face it. I mean, the firefighters do what 48 on 48 off. I mean, however that works out, I think that that would certainly give them a moment to catch their breath and that's what they need. About the officers carrying liability insurance to cover their own misconduct lawsuits. Who who offers that kind of insurance? Is that even something that's available? It's never been done, uh, but it's something that we've talked to, um, you know, insurance companies and um, different folks about really putting together this plan. This has been a, a year, a multi-year plan to talk about this. Uh, it's never been done. Um, but the thing is, is that, you know, this is an idea that we are exploring how to really get through every loophole to say, well, how are we spending $100 million a year on police misconduct settlements? It makes no sense. And if officers had the um, the liability insurance for themselves, um, because what happens is you have many officers on the force who incur millions of dollars of settlements, and they stay on the force, and they continue to cost us money. Uh, and if they had their own insurance, then, then there would be some type of board that will say, hey, you know, we can't insure you because you, you're too much of a risk. Uh, and at the end of the day, you know, that just makes more sense in our end. You know, we're looking at every uh, um, a few different plans around this. Um, and, and I will say this because I've had this conversation with police officers. Of course, they love a lot about the plan and they don't like a lot, which one of these pieces is something that they don't like. And my thing is, is that we're going to come to a common ground, right? I'm right. not here to take down police officers or make them feel any way, but I am also um, he, uh, um, not here to continue allowing $100 million a year to go out in something that's not benefiting the taxpayers. And so we've got to come to common ground and figure that out. couple seconds left. So let me ask you this. I know that you're opening your Northwest Side office. That is coming up on yes. Saturday. There's also a Disability Mayoral Candidates Forum. Are you going to be there with yes. Chewy and with Mayor Lightfoot as well and then go open your office? Yes, I'm going to be there at the forum. I'm going to be there at the forum. I don't know if Chewy's going to be. Maybe, you know, depending on the Speaker of the House situation, he got another job to do. And, you know, thankfully the mayor is going to come so we can challenge her. Um, and we're going to also start having town halls on public safety starting on Sunday at both of our offices um, so we can make sure our plan gets out all across the city. And one last question. If there is a rival that is running in this race and you don't make it and they do, who among your rivals would you agree to go work for? To lend your energy. You know, and... I, I'll be honest. I don't like any of them. Um, I think that if there was a candidate in this race that I feel strongly about, 
you know, I wouldn't have, um, you know, I wouldn't have a problem uh, whether it had been seven back in his race beforehand um, or supporting somebody in the runoff. But I really think that there is no other candidate in this race that really um, is in tune with the issues, how they should have, who has a track record of fighting for the people, who has a connection to the next generation of young people, who have the connection to the neighborhoods that are suffering the most. And so that's why I'm in this race. So um, my, my, you know, obviously when the runoff happens, uh, which we think and we see our numbers, we think that we're going to be in the runoff no matter what the polls and media say. You know, four years ago they said they didn't know who Lori Lightfoot was um, because that's just how it goes and, and what happened. Because the well, people have a, a, a choice and they're going right. to choose our way. The voters will vote who they want. And they'll put him in that position. Thank you so much for joining us, for yep. coming back on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Jay right. Green. if you Anytime. want to see his plan, jump online, Google it, check it out. Steve has your news next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.